Shalom, shalom, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Pulse of Israel here in our eternal and ancestral homeland, the land of Israel, in our eternal, beautiful, biblical, and indivisible capital, Jerusalem, since King David's time. Today, we are in for some more music, but there's a big story behind the music. I don't even know the story. So I'm looking <laughs> forward to speaking to Yair Levy, a wonderful musician here in Israel who doesn't only have a following here in Israel, but a very big following in America. So if you haven't heard of him yet, start looking up his music on YouTube. And uh, welcome, Yair. Shalom, shalom. Shalom. Thank you. Even if you don't know my story, you also invited me. So it's uh, I did. a big risk. I, I, a big risk. It is, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm all good. I'm all good for risks for people uh, who are who are doing good things for, for the Jewish people in the land of Israel. And I saw that but the little I do know of your story is with, with your music, you are creating a, an excitement, a connection with the land of Israel, with people who follow you and listen to your music. And I'm like, I want to hear this guy's story. So here we are. Yeah, so you're talking about what I'm doing today, but actually it's not, it wasn't in my plans. Uh, everything that's happening right now, it's, it's new for me too. And it took for me time to decide between me and myself and my family to, to, to do it. Because uh, I'm like a middle mainstream Israeli guy. I, made a, I, I went to the army when I was 18. I had a band when I was 16. I left my band because as every Israeli, most of the Israelis, I went to the army, I went to Kavi to be a fighter. And uh, I passed the test to the Shayet. Is it similar to the Navy SEALs of, uh, of America? Right. Then I decided to sign for more years and to become a captain. And finally, I, I, I finished my service after eight years when I decided to come back and fulfill my dream to be a musician because I had an option to, to go to a military career. <clears throat> Meaning they wanted you to continue after eight years, and you said, I did enough, I gave, I gave enough of my time, I'm going to go to reserve duty, now I want to go back to music. Yeah, I'm still doing reserves, of right. course. Uh, but uh, it, it was a big conflict. I, I was thinking about it a lot because... Um, I, I stayed in the army because of a reason, because there was a very important operation that really affected me, and I decided to not quit in the, from the army anymore, because I wanted to, to do as much operation as I can to help the, to, the, to Israel, um, to support Israel and to defend Israel. But then I understood that I have another mission, and, to, uh, and it's, uh, it's music, and I, I felt that I want through the music to do something good in, in this world. I decided to quit. And um, to quit the army, right. quit from the army, yeah, from the service. Um, and when I started to to release music, um, so the second song that I released to the radio uh, was with one of the biggest singers in Israel called Arkadi Duchin. Mm -hmm. You know him. Mm -hmm. sure. uh, so then all the industry like started to, to ask, who is this guy? Like, uh, of course, I was. I started to release my song when I was 28. It's not so young. All my friends uh, started their journey in the music field uh, when they are 18, 20. Um, but also, uh, I had luck, and it just started to happen. Then I had some of uh, some songs in the radio. Uh, people started to listen to my music in Israel. It was only the beginning, but. Uh, um, for, for a new person in the industry, it was a, a big luck. And a lot of, of course, ashgacha. Uh, and... Um, Help from God up above. Yeah. And um, it was all 
in, in my plan, exactly in the plans that what I imagined. I started to work on my second album. Uh, I started to perform. I started to have a small uh, followers, a crowd that come to my studio, uh, to my come to my concerts, and um, then COVID. Mm. Um, I found myself with a around 50 concert book to the to the future and in one day it was all cancelled and I remember remember myself sitting standing in my in my kitchen with that feeling that it was the first uh, quarantine uh, effects long, lockdown and looking at my kids I, I have three kids uh, live in Jaffa by the way I look at them and ask myself how can I them, I cannot bring them food, you know, the, 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 the most simple thing. Um, and I started to pray, like, Hashem, please help me, like, wh what do I need to do? And uh, then I got a phone call. I never answer in the middle of, of, of prayer, but I don't know, I saw it my father, I, I answered him, and he told me, look, your grandma is really ill. I wanted to share with you. Uh, she is in a very bad situation. Um, we need to pray for her. So I just wrote on Google right away, uh, prayer for healing. And I'm with the tefillin, talit, everything. And the first verse that I saw, it was El Na Refan Allah, from the prayer that Moses prayed for Miriam um, after she got leprosy. So in the moment that I saw this verse, I started to, to feel that the melody coming out of, from, from my heart. I ran to, to my guitar, and I still have the recording of me composing this verse with my kids jumping on me. Still and with your talent and filling yeah, on? Everything, everything, yeah. Wow. And, and I, 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 I still have this recording. That, uh, say, wait, wait a second, I need to record. Wait, wait a second. So, uh, no, I'm try, trying to, to compose it. I waited, I think, only one day, and then I decided, like, I want to release this song for my grandma. Although it's uh, COVID and everybody, it, it, I don't know, you remember, it was the beginning and everybody said like it's the end of the world, you know? Right. And I said, I, I just want to release it. I don't care about anything, not about companies and lawyers and all these things that you need to do with, when you release a song with all these things. I just wanted to release it to, to, the, to the YouTube. I sent it to my mother before I released it. <clears throat> And she said, you know, it's COVID, so maybe you can add more languages and maybe people can sing with you. And I'm not proud of what I'm going to say, but I told her, Mom, sorry, you don't understand our music, please. No, it's a bad idea. And then I went to, to talk with the one that made all the graphic to the, to the song, and I told him, uh, like, I need it very fast, it's for my grandma. And he told me, look, I listened to the song, but something in the middle is missing. I know it's not my work, I'm not a musician, but so I, thought, I don't know, my mother said something maybe about languages, said, wow, and then he said like, okay, let's put a globe, and let's, uh, he had a lot of inspiration from the idea of my mother. Actually, my mother made the phone calls, because I, I, I felt it's like not a good idea, but I said, okay, if they, what they want, let's, let's do it. She made the phone call to, to, to collect the languages from people. Should they just send there the, the, themselves saying like... Oh, uh, the translations, different the tra languages. The translations, yes, oh. from people. She called to people and she arranged... I never worked with my mother. Like, yeah, okay. yeah. But she felt too that it's like... There's something there to is it. a purpose for, for my grandma. Um, 
so after a couple of days we just released it to, you, to the YouTube and it was uh, the Memorial Day in, this, in the middle of the lockdown and in the Memorial Day because of my past and that I'm former IDF captain I always have a lot of concerts so but in this day because of the, 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 lockdown, the lockdown so I had a lot of Zooms mm -hmm. Zooms called uh, I was performing on Zoom um, so I remember that every time that I, I finish the concert I open my Instagram and I see like 100 people uh, mention you in their story in, in their story and I didn't understand what is going on I finished all the concert and I opened my Instagram to see and yeah. I saw hundreds of cover versions thousands of people that uh, just shared this uh, song and, and, and not just Israelis Mostly not Israelis. Mostly I didn't understand what is going world. on. Like wow. you, you can hear my accent, but think about three years ago, it was much <laughs> even worse than now. Like my English was really bad. I didn't know what what to do with all of this. Uh, people from Germany, from Africa, from Brazil, from U.S., uh, even a singer from Lebanon that asked me to sing with her in Arabic, and to release, and we released it uh, in 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 Lebanon and Benjamin Netanyahu tweet on it and the Hezbollah answered him and it was like a big mess. That's crazy! Yeah, yeah, a lot of crazy things happened during these three years and but eventually I have to say that I can tell you so many things that happened but it, it was crazy. I, I played in a, an event that was uh, in collaboration with the, with the White House and, and I, and I uh, was performing here in Israel and share about my story from the army and I sang Rafana for healing in the war. It was crazy times but eventually, I always thought that, okay, it's a nice thing that happened to me, but who are those people? I want to go back to my first plan, you know, to sing to the people of Israel. It's like, it's a nice episode in my life. I will put it on Wikipedia or something, and I will sh share this, uh, this moment of a couple of months. Wait, before you continue... Uh, I want everyone to listen to this clip of your song. This clip now on YouTube has millions of views. All right, so enjoy just a little bit of listening to this song that made Yair Levy go super viral all around the world. I'll be right back in a second. Don't go anywhere. this beauty that's went super viral please continue what what happened so actually you you, you said about the, the 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 numbers of views I have to say that what's happened in the beginning that I didn't say before that people ask me to use the song to put the, the song in their YouTube and in their website 
and even ADASA, the international uh, organization ADASA, took it too, and a lot of big organizations. So it's much and, more than just this uh, number so, on your YouTube so channel. So what's happened is that everybody started to sing Refana in churches, in synagogues, in, in, in a lot of crazy places all over the world, but no one knew who is Yair Levy. Like, this is how it's all started. So I had the, the option, why, why I'm saying it, because I had the option to go back to my life. Because everybody knew Rafana, but not everybody knew who is Yair Levy. Um, but the more that I tried to run from this, uh, and I felt like kind of, uh, now I feel it was like kind of a Jonah, that running from, from what God is... You were running away from the fame that was developing due to your song, but yet it was uh, pulling you back. Yeah, like every time I try, I try to say, okay, okay, it was amazing, thanks everybody, like let's back speak in Hebrew and release a song in Hebrew. Every time I, I started to record a new song in Hebrew and started to prepare to, to come back to, to, to my first uh, uh, dream. plan, <laughs> dream. So then every, suddenly someone, as I told you, uh, invited me to, to sing in an in, uh, in event of the White House. And then I had come to sing, in a, and then singer from Lebanon. So, like every time they tried to run, things like happening, uh, started to happening more and more in uh, an extreme and a crazy things happen. Um, the, I think the moment when I, I decided like to, to change um, direction. direction was an event that I was, uh, actually it was three years ago, um, I think maybe, no, two years ago, uh, before Rosh Hashanah, before the head of the, of the year. In, uh, in the night, it was 4 a.m. in the morning in Israel time, because it was um, um, it was in, um, in, in, in U.S. And it was an event that was um, um, with more than, I think, 10,000 people from all over the world that watch it, some of them live and some of them watch it the uh, day after. And I came back from a prayer called Slichot prayer. I'm a Sephardic, so we're doing... It takes, a, it takes a longer than us Ashkenazim, European Ashkenazim takes. Yeah, so it's yeah. one month that you don't sleep right. for, for months and, and, and singing, and it's like, it's, it's actually, beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I, yeah. I, 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 love, I love the Sephardic Slichot, even though I don't take part in it, but I love it. Yeah, you need to come once or two. I know, yeah, I have, I did, yeah. my, my yeshiva days. That's how I learned to love it. Yeah. And oh my God, you guys put your your soul into these special, these are special pro, uh, prayers every single night that the, the, that the Middle Eastern Jews, the Sephardim, do for a whole month uh, during the High Holy Days. That's the Eastern European Jews, we, all, we, we also do for, we do for a week. But it's much shorter, and your soul comes through it. The singing, it's so yeah. soulful that the Ashkenazim, we, we just like run through it, and we're done. But there you guys take an hour, and, and, it's, and it's soulful. It's beautiful. There are traditions that said that some of those songs coming from the, from the temple, some of them maybe melodies from King David, we don't wow, know yeah, exactly yeah. To, to catch the, the, those that very ancient, but we know that some of them, for sure, in age than more than uh, 1,000 years. So you feel it. You feel that it's something different. Uh, right. Anyway, I'm coming back from this uh, slichot and preparing the, the camera and everything for, for this event. And I'm asking myself, who are those people? Because I'm waiting and I'm seeing the, the event. And um, like for me as a Jew, I saw them like doing like this, you know, Christian people. And ask, 
who are they, God, what, what do you want from me? Like, <clears throat> and they asked me to pray Rafana for one of their pastors, and I said, okay, I want you to pray with me for two things. First is for your pastor that is very ill, and second for um, um, a, a very important fighter, uh, Itzik Saidian, that is a fighter that burned himself because of a post-trauma. Hmm, and it was during that. those days. And I asked him, let's pray together for healing for all those who need it. And, and it was so moving. Like People started to cry. And it was so moving, this event. By the way, they can see this video in, in, my, in my YouTube too or Instagram, uh, wherever you, can, you want. And I finished this event. It was very successful. Uh, again, more than 10,000 people from all over the world. And I just went home. Uh, it was uh, the mo like the sun just uh, came out, and I started to talk with God. You know, a kind of a Vatican, small Vatican. I started to 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 ask God, "What do you want from me? Who are those people?" Why do I need to do it? I have a plan. I don't know to speak English. I don't know who are they. Uh, I'm, and then I came back. As, uh, I was speaking with my midwife, and I told her what I feel that I don't want to do it. And she said, "Yeah, it's not about what you want. You need to to change the point of view mm. and to ask yourself what God wants from you. <laughs> like you are running for a year and something. Stop. Like, go for it. Try. It. Let's see what we see where it takes you. See where yeah. God's taking you." And then I released a couple of more songs with uh, lyrics in English, uh, um, caption with in English, and it was very successful too. And then I, I started to make videos on my Instagram that become super viral about the Hebrew language. And and thanks God, this is what I'm doing today. Um, that it's like with my music and with the point of view of. Um, Peace, and 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 no um, um, arguments. Like there are so many people that illuminate the things that we uh, that we have in a conflict. So for me, it was like if I'm gonna do it, I want to. I'm not ignoring it, but in my uh, uh, Instagram, in my YouTube, you won't see the conflict. You will see what we have in a common. And there are so many things in common. Um, of course, I'm doing it in the orthodox way. I, I'm illuminating the things that um, Chazal said, or, or we the have rabbis. In, the rabbi said. Um, and I'm always will will share from where I take it because I know that for a lot of my Christian followers, it's important to know like from where you take it. Where is it come the sources? Yeah, where are the sources? Um, and it's very interesting for me to hear their perspective uh, but what I what I found out is that it's a big shlichut it's a big mission here because a lot of people most of the time um, feel that there is so many things and in, in, in so many different uh, so many differences between us and the Christian people and it's true there are a lot of, of differences but thanks God, as the Rambam said, the, the, one of the biggest rabbis in the history said that uh, Christianity came to the world to put those people from all over the world that was praying for stones uh, to Pray get closer 
to God. And right. this is something that I'm saying to a lot of Christians. I said, yes, amen, this is true. Right. Thanks God that we have the Christianity. So it's not that we are saying like we agree with, the, with everything. Right. But let's say thanks God for where we are standing now. Right. It's interesting because the way I explain it to people is I always tell people, first of all, the, uh, <clears throat> why the Jewish people, the chosen people. And because some people think, oh, you think you're better. You're chosen because you're better. I'm like, no, no, no. We're not chosen because we're better. We're chosen for a purpose. God chose the Jewish people to be a representative of Him on this earth in order then to bring other, to bring all of humanity to believe in one God. And so you could basically say that the Jewish people were the, were the most successful startup of humanity because thanks to us, Christianity came, and they got a lot of people all over the world to believe in one God. Islam came also out of Judaism, also all of a sudden bringing another huge population in the world to be believing in one God. And again, people don't get it. Like the major difference between Judaism and Christianity and Islam is we, we don't believe everyone has to be Jewish. We just want people to believe in God. Yeah. and believe in one God and that's the way we want to help bring humanity closer and bring our to, us to redemptive times you're a Christian live as a Christian you're a Muslim you're as a Muslim you're, you're, you're an atheist you don't believe in God come believe in God join us come to the Temple Mount that's the place where all of humanity is supposed to pray to God one day regardless of how you define your religion but it's all the same one God all together and that's our purpose so and you're you're doing it in that, in that your, your way with with music connection what, what I felt is that I, I agree with you a lot uh, with, with, with most of the things that you said there uh, um, there one thing that I will, I will say that that even I will take it to the next step because I felt like okay let, let's see let's say the redemption is here okay and we okay. build the temple so what will I do I'm a Levite I'm from the tribe of Levi you're gonna play so what will I do the government will call me, hey, you need in uh, June uh, 6th to come to, the, to, to stand on the stairs and to sing. Right. And then the question for who? To who? Right. For Jews and for the Gentiles. Right, for all, everybody. For everybody. So if I want to sing to the Jews, I know how. Okay, I know what people in Israel like. Right. But do I know what I need to sing to the Gentiles? And then I understood, like, look, as a Levite, you have, and actually everyone in Israel, you have your purpose to the people of Israel, and you have your purpose and mission to the world. Mm. So maybe God choose, chose me mm. to represent the music of the world. I don't know. Like, may, I, I took it like... Uh, uh, another step further. Another step further. No, but, 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 but maybe, maybe this is what God wanted for me. And, and I can tell you that, that for me, the, the truth is that it's, it's, it's one of the biggest things that you can ask because what does the Levites, uh, the, the tribe of Levite, for the people of Israel? We are servants, yeah? We are serving the people of Israel when they are coming to the temple. If I'm a Levite that I'm standing and singing, so it's like to a kind of spiritual preparation for the people that are coming up. So I'm, I'm a servant right now. I'm right. singing. So of course I was chosen by God to be the singer, right. but I'm a servant. Right. Same thing for the people of Israel, and I want to be careful here, because I know it's, it's, it's kind of something that can be extreme, but we are the chosen people. But in the same time, we need to serve the nation too, nations, because we need to, to build this temple for us and for them. Right. 
we need to, of humanity. To, right. We need to, to work in, the, in Israel and, and to work in the temple for us and for them. Right. And while I'm standing in this uh, stairs, Bezrat Hashem, with right, God the will, in the temple, I will be a servant of the people of Israel and for the Gentiles. And when you understand it, you put the, 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 the place of chosen people in the right place. You know, we used to li we are living in a, in a generation that uh, I don't want to get into politics, but we used to to, to feel all the time that our politics, our, our the people that we are uh, choose to chose to go to the to politics. So at the beginning, we send them, and then they are not doing what we want. Right. Yeah, right. We, we can say everything. Yeah, 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 sure, so, sure. yeah. but but it's not the same thing when God chooses you. Chose you. It's not. It's not the same. When God chose you, so you are chosen, and then you need to do what God told you. Right. And it's to be a servant. Right. And, um, yeah. No, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So I can understand from what you're saying that a majority of your audience, or your target audience, are around the world or in America because I know you go on uh, you go on a lot of tours in, in America and not and so you have concerts with Jewish community and with Christian communities or is it all Christian communities like how, break it down so for in me the, in the last time it was mostly just uh, Christians in the wow. last time that uh, that I've been for three weeks um, but I haven't uh, every time that I'm going to pray like I'm praying every morning and and uh, actually three times a day right uh, but uh, but when I go to to the shul so every time that I go to to Jewish community to pray that's hey, you're from the Instagram you, so people I have I have a Jewish crowd but for me it's important although as I said I'm I'm a servant for everybody for me it's very important to 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 make kind of a separation between the events because I feel that the performance that I'm doing for the Christians, it's not the same performance that I need to do for the Jewish people. Mm -hmm. Not as as, a, as as I see in the future, it's need to be the same. But right now, because where every, every each one of of this community stand, it's not. Um, I think uh, we are not ready to make it together. To make, to make it together. Oh, yeah, yeah. So in the last uh, tour, I know that a lot of Jewish people ask me like. Can I want to join to the event? I want to come to the event, and most of the time I told them like, it's not it's not for for Jews. This event, it's different. Uh, it's not that I'm hiding everything. You can see all the concert on my YouTube. You can see it later. But but this is what I feel that it's different because to the people of Israel, I have a, a very deep passion in the next tour that I'm going to do in September um, to come and to visit communities and to talk with the young people and not only with the young people about um, the truth of what is going on in Israel. I feel that that one of the things that that important for me to do is of course to sing and to bring it with music but to give kind of a point of view of someone that, that a former IDF captain that saw things and to give the truth because I was invited for a big university. Mm. One That's year the Lions ago. Den. You're Daniel and the Lions Den, yes? And a um, couple of weeks before I needed to fly, uh, it was cancelled. Okay. And I, I, I needed to, to go there with the Lebanese singer to speak about peace, how music can make peace. 
That's what that was what the plan that, was. That was the plan, and that was canceled. Yeah, and the reason why it was canceled. Yeah, oh no. Because they met Google, they yeah. saw that I was a captain. They said we don't want a captain from Israel here. And who said it? The Jews. The Jews. Yeah, that's the worst. So for me, I, I understood that it's a. This is why I'm saying that it's a different um, event for me. Like I want to go and and. I wish that maybe from, from this video too, maybe someone from community from, from the U.S. will see it. And I would love to come and to speak with the people to give them my point of view. I'm getting a lot of videos on Instagram from people, from young people, Jews, and by the way, Christian too, that asking me like, why you killed this lady on the Temple Mount? Why you, you, you just uh, killed this guy and this guy? Why this cop uh, arrested this child? And I'm trying to explain them, like, look, it's, it's a lie. Right. But I can't, I can't do it like um, um, on Instagram. It's not the right way to do it. So if there are people that from Jewish communities that listen to me right now and want and feel that it will be uh, effective in their community, so I would love to come and to speak and to give you my perspective as someone that was... Um, ten, uh, eight years in the in in, in, in uh, as a fighter in service, and of course in reserve too. Right now, I'll leave you with this with this story because it's very connected. I was once part of a delegation sent by Israel's foreign ministry to college campuses, and this is what was 15 years ago. So mm. things are much worse today than they were then, but things were already bad. I was sent to Berkeley University, <laughs> San Francisco, California, and back then Berkeley was the worst. And it was for the week of Israel, for Israel Apartheid Week. Wow. So we, we, we went down to the campus, and they had all the, the, the anti-Israel activists. They were doing street theater. They had a whole wall up, and they were dressed up as Israeli soldiers and with, like, toy guns and, like, pointing them at everyone and, like, pulling them by their hair and throwing them on the ground, right? And everyone walking by would, like, see, like, this is what Israel is horrible. And I felt so bad for, for, the, for the Jewish students that really were trying to make a difference because they were standing there with signs. Israel wants peace. Israel, Israel created the cherry tomato. Israel did this. Israel did that. Nothing that deals with helping people not be swayed by the absolute lies and delegitimization that, that was being done with the street theater. So I asked one of the students to write me a sign on a big sign that said, Ask me anything. I'm an IDF soldier. And, they, and then I took this sign, and then I was walking around in the middle of their theater of doing all this horrible oh. stuff up there, and people started coming up and asking me. And of course, so the, the, the activists were screaming at me, and you're a killer, and this, and this, and this. But again, my, I, I, also I see my whole purpose. I'm not there to argue with them. There's nothing going to change their mind. Yeah. It's just to answer the questions of people who are really curious and interesting to then give them true information to understand that you can't trust these people. They're just lying out of their mouths. Yeah. Um, and then helping people realize, okay, all right, they're just idiots that are just uh, crazies and just making Israel look bad, and they keep on walking. Um, and it's so, it's so the, important. The, the, the crazy, it, your story is like it's, uh, I don't know what I will do in, in your situation. <laughs> um, I feel that the, the craziest thing that, that's happening right now in the world is that um, I will, I will give you a story from my service. I, I made a collaboration with, I was in, uh, in charge of the collaboration with the Navy SEAL um, in the end of my service. So I made, I, I was uh, flying to the U.S. Oh, the U.S. Of, Navy SEALs. U.S. Navy SEALs, yes, sir. 
Um, so I fly to, to the U.S. a couple of times, and they came to Israel. And one day we prepared a, um, a training together. And I remember me and their captain sitting together, and I'm showing him what we want to do. And I'm telling him, look, we are coming for here and for here, and, and we don't want to to kill any innocent people, and then we will go to... Uh, like, as every Israeli will understand what I'm saying. Right. Like, you, you are snacking in the, in the night and trying to make the, the less damage as you can to the, to the innocent people. And he just, I remember him looking at me and saying, what do you mean? And I'm saying, like, right. no, like, what? let's say that uh, um, a grandma coming to you to... To in the middle when we are start when you started to 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 shoot on the terrorists, what what you do? You like you stop and t uh, take it up. So we don't stop. No, why why does she standing here? Why why is she standing there? I said. I, I I remember myself like and I don't understand why he's asking me like yes. what what does he say? And then I understood that we are and he's okay. By the way, he's okay. He want to protect his people, <laughs> and and we are crazy. We are protecting the innocent people more sometimes more than we are protecting, protecting ourselves. And 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 this is so crazy that we are this kind of, of, of army and we are those that people saying that they are we are killers. Yeah. So you should know this is this is an issue I talk about a lot on my programs, especially uh, when all of a sudden Israeli soldiers are put on trial for shooting a terrorist and uh, and I explain people don't understand the rules of engagement are so harsh and, and it's and it's really it's not fair for soldiers you have 18 19 20 year old soldiers split-second decisions what to do to protect lives protect the lives of innocent Israeli civilians protect lives of fellow soldiers and then we have to go through our heads the five minutes of rules of engagement wait am I allowed to shoot in order to protect people right now or am I gonna be put up uh, am I gonna be indicted uh, by, by the court-martials because, according to them, I didn't follow the exact rules of engagement. And I, and I, and I explained to you, it's crazy when it's exactly like you say. It's really, really yeah, it, sad. I, I feel that sometimes it, it, it's too much, but sometimes I'm really proud. Like, because I feel that we have a lot of faith. When you decided not to... Like, I can say that sometimes we was canceling uh, operations because that there was innocent people in the building. Was things like that. I, I'm proud of it. I'm not saying that that we need to to be like uh, to kill everybody, uh, but it, it can't be that we are uh, have so much humanity and and we are trying to 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 do our best. And I feel that we're the the the, the most humanity humanity the most moral army moral in the world. Army People in the like world. saying that yeah. the most moral, moral army in the world. Moral right. army in the world. Right. And this is what's happening to us. And I feel. That this is something that, thanks to you, that people like you that they're doing it, and I have a big passion to do it too, um, to tell those stories because I have stories, okay. um, uh, and 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 people from from U.S. I don't mad on them and don't hate them. People that think different than what I from the story that I'm telling, but I'm t yeah. I feel that they don't get those stories they never right. heard no, those no. stories they're, they're, and this is the problem all they do is they hear the lies they hear the the outrageous lies and then and they don't even have the context yeah 
So one, it's lies, two, it's without the context, and then it turns Jews, too many Jews, forget about non-Jews, our own fellow Jews, turns them, turns them against us, where in the end they end up supporting our enemies and don't even stand up to want to help defend us or have empathy for their fellow Jews who are being attacked and killed by, by this I terror. feel that if I was a, an, a, a Jew that don't have a lot of, uh, like, Israeli friends that was in the army and get uh, the, the real stories, I was very embarrassed. And it was very hard for me to speak with my friends and to give them my perspective. So there was two options. First, that I was just hiding myself and live kind of uh, um, not telling what I, what I think to my friends. Or that eventually, that is what's happening, right. that was convincing me that, look, you are a Jew, but look what your family is doing in Israel. They are killing, and, and, and this is very embarrassing for them, but we need to do something with it. It's like they need to hear the truth because... Right, right. So, right. Because so that's, what, you try, right? that's yeah. what I try to do every yeah, day. Try, like. Exactly. It's interesting because people say, Avi, you're not, you're not convincing, you're not convincing the, the people who hate Israel. I'm like, no, 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 my purpose with my, with my program and all the work, I'm not here to convince the people who hate Israel. I'm here to reach the Jew who, at his work, at his synagogue, at his Shabbat table, when people are just <coughs> screaming out the, the, the lies and the headlines about how horrible things Israel did, he, will have, he or she will have enough information to, one, know that's lies, don't be, don't be brainwashed from it, and two, hopefully feel confident to stand up and say, no, 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 that's not correct. This is what's going on. So then hopefully get other people not to keep on believing those lies. Um, I, I call it cure of Krovim. Right there is a, there's a there's a term in Judaism in terms of bringing bringing people far away from Judaism who are Jews closer to their Jewish identity. So that's kiruv rachokim, bringing people far away closer. And I what I'm doing is I bring people who are close, meaning they're they're Jews, they're they're connected to Israel, or they care about Israel. But instead of allowing them to to be brainwashed and and turned against Israel, I'm bringing those people who are close closer with uh, giving them this confidence. This so. is so important because I feel that if we will ask ourselves what changed in the, I don't know, 10, 20 years, in the last 10 or 20 years, I think that the things that will change is that the Jewish people changed their mind. Because mm. the Jewish people was always supporting. So every time that people said lies, the Jewish people said, no, my, 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 uh, my brother is in the army and I know the, the truth. But now the more that we have this gap between us uh, and people don't know the truth, this is, I think, what changed. Because l let's say that I'm like in a secular, regular American, uh, living in, in, in New Jersey and studying the university. And I hear um, someone from the BDS saying something. Right. And then the Jewish people answering, as you say, answer him and say, it's a lie. So I'm in the middle and saying, Okay, I don't know who is lying here, but let's not choose any, any, any side. But if you see this BDS saying something, and the Jewish people are embarrassed and don't know what to answer, and maybe joining to this, then you will join too. Right. So Correct. Th there are two groups that fight, like, kind of fighting on, on the truth, and the big group in the middle that need to choose. Right. And this is, I think, what's happened. Right, and I'll, I'll just uh, I'll sum that up with, uh, with a, a phrase that a, a colleague and someone who I respect very much, a, a world-renowned uh, journalist, 
an author by the name of Melanie Phillips. She says that today's day and age, we're in the post-truth generation. All the information out there that we're told in the media, it's not true anymore. It's not, and people believe it. On every issue, not just about Israel, every issue, what we're fed in the media every day, it's not true. Journalists are not, are not journalists anymore. It's, it's, it's just putting out information for whatever reason that's just not true. And th- so we, the ones who want to stand up for truth, we're, we're always coming from behind. Like, we have to, like, like, it's not just about informing people about the truth, but then it's deprogramming them from all the misinformation and disinformation that they were given that they're living according to. And here we're talking about Judaism and Israel, but it's about every issue. Of course. So, so with, your, with your music and your connections, may, may the one above, may HaKadosh Baruch Hu, continue to Amen. give you the koach Thank you. And, uh, Thank and the you. strength and the spirit, the, spirit, the spirit to succeed in reaching uh, Jew and non-Jew alike, because I believe we're in redemptive times. And like... Uh, I can say just to finish with something optimist yes and then we're going to hear some music yeah All right. Um, there is a story about uh, um, Rabbi Akiva Rabbi Akiva that he went out from the he saw the destruction of the second temple and he saw the fox running out from the temple and he started to laugh and to, to smile and his uh, student like told him like what, what are you smi- what is going they thought like he, he became right crazy. it was the des- it was the destroyed temple they're all crying and and distraught and he's laughing and happy and it's because that he saw the prophecy of Jeremiah I think that the fox will run on the on the on the temple mount so I feel that this is the same thing with all what you with the things that you say because I think it's Jeremiah too maybe not that the 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 the, the yes. truth will disappear. Exactly. We're so living it. We live in We're living it and it's a prophecy right? being fulfilled. Yeah. One hundred percent. Right. And I and and the way I explain it to people, people who watch my programs, they understand. I'm like, no, this is all good because all the lies are going out there. With each day more people are waking up to the lies. And when they wake up to the lies they realize, wait a second, I can't trust anyone? Who do I trust? I trust God. God is the one truth in, in, in humanity that we can all run to and, run, and strengthen our identities and strengthen our faith. So that's, that's the beautiful process we're going to and how I say, like, yeah, we're in redemptive times. This is the Gula times, folks. So most of the time I'm singing uh, my song, but because of what we were, uh, was talking, what maybe I will sing, a song that we're singing in, uh, in, in the Hallel, and it's a very ancient Melody. Okay. It comes from Tunisia. Okay. Um, and it's uh, Psalms 118. Uh, that. Uh, from, the, from the depths I call you. And, and who, what is the answer? I don't trust a human, I trust you. God. And this is like the. the yep, version. brings it all together. Beautiful. Okay. <clears throat> if I know the tune, can I join in? Yeah. Okay. Na 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 na
שירה, מה יעשה לי אדם? אדון עלי בעוזריי, ואני אראה בשונאיי, טוב לחסות באדוני, מי לפתוח באדם? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And again, not only does Yair put out this beautiful music from this angelic voice that you just heard live, but um, if you follow his Instagram, like he said, he puts out Torah and he puts out Hebrew lessons, short little lessons. It's beautiful. So follow him. Follow him on social media. Yair, thank you so much. Thank Mamash. you. A real pleasure. Thank you for all the things that you do. Uh, my pleasure and thank you. All right, everyone, you got to enjoy Yair Levy signing off for another episode of the Pulse of Israel here in our eternal and ancestral homeland, the land of Israel, in our eternal, beautiful, biblical, and indivisible capital, Jerusalem, since King David's time. Shalom, everyone. Pulse of Israel, frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.